0: At More Nose, Stackpole, More Tryon, just a beautiful clothing store here in downtown Hartford, the corner of Trumbull, excuse me, I'm going to cough, <coughs> the, the corner of Trumbull and Pratt. We've had people coming in and out. We just had Tim Rastall, the Hartford Yargos, We just had Eric Hansen from the Hartford Wolfpack. And now we have Morgan Tuck from the Connecticut Sun. I, first of all, I just a little back backstory. Mm-hmm. I, I lived in Connecticut from 98 to 07, and then I was gone mm-hmm. until 19. So I missed the Morgan Tuck era, <laughs> so and, and so I, but I did a little reading. Mm-hmm. And like you didn't lose, not much. Yeah, and also let me ask you, how many jobs do you have right
1: now? Technically two, but it feels like five maybe. <laughs> but it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. I shouldn't complain.
0: No, I'm I'm sure you're not. It's a great opportunity. And we'll talk about the Salvation Army and the Kinetic Sun mm-hmm. and League and Sun's relationship to it, but I'm just curious, like your aspirations and you you know you you you're doing stuff on the business and the basketball mm-hmm. side now and like what do you want to be? Do you wanna be a crossover person who ends up doing something in the NBA? Mm-hmm. Do you wanna own? Like what what do you want?
1: Yeah, I think kind of coming in, I've always wanted to be a general manager of a pro team, especially women's basketball. I think just kind of learning the business and like how do you put a team together, what goes into it has always been really interesting. Um, and I think now being on both sides, I would still love to be a GM. Um, and th- but I think kind of the sky's the limit. You know, I think I'm young in my career and literally in my third year as my like real career, like big girl career, what I call it. So I don't know. We'll see what comes. I'm open to opportunities, and I just like to kind of see where I can end up. So, you mean you'd like to run a team,
0: but – things might take you in other directions yeah,
1: yeah i think trying not to you know pigeonhole myself to one thing right and being open to kind of what's out there but right now my goal is definitely to be a gm for sure
0: isn't it kind of cool to go to linkedin and it says professional based basketball player <laughs> like you know <laughs> just using this like intern here but it's like oh yeah from from march to this to this i was a professional basketball player i mean that's just cool um and where did you grow up
1: i grew up um bolingbroke illinois it's a suburb of chicago okay and and are you good making your life here in New England? It's like Yeah, I've been in Connecticut now, kind of including school, like 10 years. And Connecticut has been a place I would have never thought I think I would land. Um, but it's been really good to me. And it feels like home. And I'm really glad that I got to be here, especially after playing. I really don't think I could have landed in a better spot.
0: You know, again, I, I, I only have so much time with you. and I have a lot of questions. I always wondered what drew people from different parts of the world to stores right and I mean listen there were so many international players have bigger Mm stories in terms of travels is it I know there's a tradition and the chance to win but is it how much is like percentage wise is just Gino
1: yeah, I think without him, UConn isn't UConn, right? And I think when I came, first, of like the first thing I saw on campus was like a barn, right? So I was like, <laughs> where are we? Like this is not what I thought UConn would be. But I think when I came, obviously I wanted to win and I wanted to be a pro, right? So he's proven that he can get players to that point. And then when I came, it was just like this family feel where I felt like I was right at home. And it's like even if I didn't know him that long at the time, I think he has a way of uh, – you know, appealing to people, but I didn't feel like he was selling me on it. It was just like, this is who we are, and I really appreciated that. Like, he was really genuine, um, and it was really easy for me to fall in love with it, and I knew there's no place else I wanted to be.
0: Do you worry what happens when he retires?
1: I don't worry about it. I mean, I think you're going to – similar to, like, Tennessee, right, when Pat, you know, had to retire, I don't know if it will be the same, right? Like, it's hard to replicate what he's built over a 40-year career. You know, that's like a lifetime, so – you know, I think it's going to be different, but I think it's, we're going to really appreciate what he's done over the past forty years. For me, as a media man, I
0: mean, maybe it's you or Jen who goes over there. I mean, who definitely knows? not me.
1: Maybe Jen. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I want mean, that pressure. <laughs>
0: but at covering him, mean, he's a gem. I mean, he's a walking soundbite. So, from a member of the media, I've always just been like. And I've had conversations with him. He's still really accessible even yeah. you know, 20 years later. We're talking with Morgan Tuck, of course, former UConn star, former WNBA star, and now works for the Connecticut Sun. So talk about the relationship with the Salvation Army. I mean, for me, like I had no contact or I had never done anything with them mm-hmm. or for them before this experience. And, you know, the lives they touch is kind of humbling.
1: It is. And before I kind of got in this role on the community side with Connecticut Sun, I hadn't either. And so I think just being able to kind of learn and see their impact to me has been really inspiring. And obviously Salvation Army has been around for so long, right? It's kind of a staple organization that people know about. And so I think for us, it was a no-brainer when kind of the opportunity presented itself to kind of get involved and either amplify or just participate in what they're doing. Um, We just feel like you know, if we can help them make an even bigger impact or use basketball as a tool to make that impact, it's there's no reason why we shouldn't.
0: Yeah. And what sort of stuff have you partnered with them on?
1: Really, it's kind of things like this, right? We're going to come. We're going to donate some coats to um, some students after this. And then it could be like clinics or we go and make appearances at, you know, their um, um, kind of their facilities, different things, work with their kids. And a lot of it is just showing up, right, and yeah. showing support. I think kids really find a lot of value and they appreciate when we bring in a player, right? And to be able to kind of have someone that's attainable or that you can reach out and touch, but they get to see him on TV or we have them come out to a game and experience their first WNBA game. So I think a lot of it is that experience and making sure that we're giving the kids maybe something they wouldn't normally have.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's great. And and kudos to the Connecticut Sun for recognizing that. And we obviously really appreciate you coming down this morning to, to share what's a, just a huge day for them. I and mean, we're going to try to raise two hundred and fifty dollars to $300,000. awesome. Over not just today, but over the over the course of it, and, and every little bit counts. And if you you want to get on board, you know we talked with um, I don't know if you heard any of the conversation with the Wolfpack, but mm-hmm. excuse me, they their players are in the minors, and they're probably some of them will make it. And and everyone wants to be close to it. And it's I, I just want to ask because I've been around pro sports mm-hmm. a lot as as a as a reporter. With the money gets big, like Shohei Otani money, mm-hmm. the players the distance between player and fan widens because. Yep, it's just you can't go near them because it's just too it's too much. The yep. downside's too big, but you know I find the minors and and I don't know you know I haven't been to many Connecticut Sun games, but it's a little closer, mm-hmm. it's a little more intimate. Do you get a sense of the impact you have on people? And, and how do you view it even though you've been doing this a long yeah. time? I mean is it still something that matters to you?
1: It is and I don't think as a player you recognize it as much I think you see it right but I think as a player your perspectives a little bit smaller and your focus might be more on your game or like those like really quick appearances but I think since I've retired. You, so you take it for granted a little bit as a player? You do as a player you're a little spoiled and yep. you take it for granted for sure and I think now that I'm on the other side and I get to interact with fans even more right and I yep. get to see it or see kind of the aftermath of when they do get to interact with the player you realize it really makes a difference for people and it's something that could be really small as a high five or taking a picture or signing an autograph. I got can, kids I'll tell you. Yeah it, it makes a big a difference. towel makes yeah, a difference. It does and so it's like those really small things and that's something that especially for me I played with some of our players on our team to really communicate of like the little the smallest things make the biggest difference yeah. and so I think it's a it's a unique thing with the WNBA that our players are pretty accessible we can get them out um, and I think It'll change, I think, over time. The further it gets, the more it grows. But I think it's a great thing that our players are people that – you know, people can relate to and feel like they can have a connection with more than just watching them on TV. You
0: know, I'm 52, and so I've seen the cycles. I've seen cocky kids, <laughs> and then I see 10 years later yeah. they're begging to be in the media. And I'm all for it because mm-hmm. everyone goes through that progression, and I, and I see it and I know it. The only one person I want to say no to is Jim Behan. <laughs> I'm like, you were jerk forever. You can stay away. And I can't believe he's back yeah. in it, but there's no way I'm ever going to be nice to that guy. Uh, listen, Morgan, I wish you the best both personally and professionally. Thank I you. hope your, your career is great, and make sure you thank the people at mohegan and the connecticut sun for for their help with the salvation army and have a great holiday. thank you you too all right morgan tuck from the connecticut sun t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today